Good evening, wonderful friends. Welcome to Faith FM. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is the show where we look at world religion trends in the light of Bible prophecy. My name is William Moal. I'm the pastor of Grace Adventist Center, Paravista Seventh-day Adventist Church, and also Gaula Seventh-day Adventist Church. And I'm so delighted that you have de- decided to join us, whether you're at home, whether you're driving on the way home from work. We are just super glad that you have decided to tune with us, with us tonight. And so... Um, uh, this week, we are going to be taking as our theme, um, the theme that we're looking at tonight is physical health and spirituality. So that's the theme that we're going to look for here, and uh, we are going to be um, discussing that tonight. And uh, I also want to welcome my co-host that is in the studio with me tonight, uh, Pastor Joseph. Pastor Joseph Matichic, he is the General Secretary of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in South Australia. Welcome to the studio tonight, Pastor Joseph. Uh, thank you, Will. Great to be here. Great. And how's your weekend been? Uh, it's, it's been a... a- a great weekend, actually. Um, yeah, we um, got to do a few different things. Uh, my family and I, we went orienteering uh, yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, for, for the first time, properly entered a um, an orienteering kind of a, uh, a course and um, joined in with other people, and uh, it was lots of fun. Great. I, I'm a little bit aware of orienteering. It to me, it's kind of it's is it is it the thing with the map and the compass? You got to kind of know where you're, you're going in. That's right. It, it's um, uh, You are given a, a map. You're out on, on a course, um, a park. Yesterday's was actually out in a, in a reserve, um, sort of bushland. And, um, and you're given, a, a, on this occasion, we're given a, a particular period of time in which to find um, a set number of markers. And, um, uh, yeah, the, the more markers you found within the period of time, the more points you would get. And the longer you took after the, the set time, uh, then they start deducting points from you. So you, you, you get around. It's a, it's it's quite an active uh, kind of a sport, and um, yeah, really good for physical fitness, I guess you could say. Wow. Okay. So who who was that? Your idea to get into it was your wife's, or I have to say it was my wife's. Yeah, she's uh, she's been sort of looking into it for a little while, and um, we we went to an event. Um, we, we've had a couple of trial trials at it, and um, yeah, and so yesterday was was one where we actually properly signed up, and it was it was kind of like a competition, but it was it was pretty still pretty low key, and um, yeah, lots of fun, um, lots uh-huh. of fun indeed. Great. Well, I'm glad that you um, had a good time orienteering over the weekend. <laughs> I'm just kind of getting a bit over a bit of a, a, a cough I had last week, and so I've um, yeah, just I think I'm on the I'm, I'm on the I'm on the men now. So it's that time of the year, I think. Will and, yeah, uh, and you yeah. know what, folks from my my church just on the weekend, uh, it was it was quite a few people that had been away or okay. they're just getting yep. over a flu or a or a cough, you know. So yeah, and I've I've actually found that here in Adelaide that. I don't know. I think it is a little bit colder than than Coffs Harbour in New uh, South Wales, where I was for the you know, last number of years. Yes, it, it certainly is further down south that you come, <laughs> and uh, further away from from the yeah the east coast. There, that's yeah. true. Well, well, it's great to have you in the studio, um, uh, Joseph. So again, I just wanted to remind our, our listeners tonight that we are, are looking at the general. Um, the, the theme this week is the Bible, physical health, and spirituality. You know, it's interesting, uh, uh, Joseph, that. 
that um, that that perhaps there's there's this misconception about you know um, health, particularly when it relates to Christianity. You know, mm. and, you know, I certainly you know growing up, I, I never really heard you know the the pastor or the various churches that I've attended over the years growing up. Um, not much of an emphasis on health. Where yet we realize that in today's culture, everyone um, is interested in health. I mean, it, it seems to be, you know, uh, it's a it's a general um, idea that in our culture that uh, taking care of your body, taking care of your health, uh, watching what you eat, um, it's definitely a, a, a hot topic, and it'll always be a relevant topic because all of us uh, want to live healthy, optimal lives. And so I think uh, our listeners going to be in for a treat this week because we're going to be looking at um, the Bible and, and, and what does the Bible have to say about health? And I'm so glad, that, uh, Joseph, tonight you're going to unpack a bit of that tonight. Well, in fact, tonight we're really looking at the question is, are health principles really part of biblical religion? And that is, you know, if you're listening tonight and you've never really put the two together that, hey, there is there is a spiritual emphasis on one side, which is, you know, being a follower of Jesus, being a Christian. But then what does the Bible say about health? And, you know, some of the things we're going to look at this week, Joseph, um, uh, quite frankly, I've just come to know that in the, you know, in the last number of years, 10 or so years, um, as I've been, you know, in the Seventh-day Adventist church, to be honest with you. And, uh, you know, growing up in my particular different faith, uh, you know, um, I have a strong family connected to the Methodist church and, you know, and I've been around, but, but the point I'm making is, is health is actually mentioned in the Bible. Yeah, it is. And it's something that, um, uh, yeah, previous years, it probably wasn't talked about as much, Will. You, you, you are right. And, um, but, but the Bible does mention it. And yeah, we, we're going to be looking at that. Uh, we, we're starting off, obviously, um, in, in our program here today. And I know that on drive time, um, f- this coming week, um, other aspects of that will, will be looked at. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to us, uh, sharing on it here. Today, um, but also uh, to our other uh, hosts and co-hosts um, in this coming week, who are going to be looking at other aspects of that topic. Yeah. And so, yeah, must tune into that. Yeah, great. Look, what I thought I might do as well, um, Joseph, I might just just a little bit of a a teaser for for our listeners uh, as they're listening tonight and as they're um, deciding to join us. Let me just give you the the overall titles that we're looking at this week. So tonight we're looking at our health uh, principles really part of biblical religion. I know that Gary and Eric tomorrow night, they're going to talk about the topic, how relevant are the health laws found in the Bible. Uh, Wednesday, I, I believe it's Gary and David, they're going to be looking at who owns my body. That that's going to be a good one, mm. especially I guess for younger people. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, you know as well. You got two daughters in yeah. high school, Joseph. I got a little one, and you know, the impact of social media in our yes. culture and, and young people wanting to look a certain way, uh, you know, to keep up with their friends and whatnot. And so, who owns my body? Is it all about body image? That is going to be a cracker, I believe. Wednesday, and then uh, later on in the week on Thursday, we've got Fabiano and Helen talking about is physical health and spirituality connected? And that was, and so um, Helen and, and Fabiano are going to take that. And then we got Nick and Tracy right at the end of the week on Friday. They're going to be looking at how can 
we turn our lives around. If you're listening to this for the week and you're like, okay, this is what the Bible's saying. You know, how can I make practical steps to kind of go in that direction? So make sure you tune in each night, um, uh, if you can, because each night we're going to looking at a different aspect, um, of, of this beautiful, um, topic that we're going to be taking a deep dive into. Okay. Just let me, I just thought I'd do a very quick book offer for our listeners tonight. Uh, so we're going to, I'm just going to promote a, a free book offer for those listening tonight. If you would like our free book offer for this, this week is a book called um, Health and Wellness, uh, Secrets That Will Change Your Life. Health and Wellness, Secrets That Will Change Your Life by authors uh, Mark Finley and Peter M. Landless. And so that is a book offer that's going to be touching on some of the themes um, that we will be looking at tonight. And so if you're interested and you would like to take opportunity and to take that uh, free book, why don't you send us a text um, with your name and your uh, address and the, the code word health and wellness. And why don't you send us a text to 488 double eight zero eight double one zero four double eight double eight zero eight double one and so and i'll i'll make another plug in in middle of the show so um so that we can put some resources in your hand so um let me just go real quick uh to our world watch segment um joseph and you know i was just kind of uh skimming online this 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 week and um you know i was just looking at an article on 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 nine news about um so about a catastrophe that's happened in Indonesia, um, and the, the title the, the title reads: "A suicide bomb um, hits Palm Sunday Mass in Indonesia. At least twenty um, twenty people wounded." And so, what the article basically says, uh, Joseph, is uh, two attackers basically blew themselves up outside a packed Roman Catholic cathedral during Palm Sunday Mass on Indonesia's uh, Sulawesi Island. And, and wounded about 20 people and police said, and there's a bit more there, but, but you know, Joseph, I was just looking at that article and it's just a reality that in some parts of the world, simply choosing a faith and being open about it, attending a, uh, for this, you know, this particular, uh, group, they seem to have targeted the Roman Catholic Church, you know, Think about that, that, that you're going to church to pray to God, to, you know, to, to go to a place of worship. And there are people that are hell bent on basically killing people mm. in the name of religion. And you know, Joseph, as you have and I have, we've talked to various people over the, our course as pastors is, is often that's, uh, one of the objections that, that, People from the outside in often say, they say religion is the cause of wars. It's because of religion that we have all of these fanaticism and all these terrorist groups, you know, um, in, in our world today. But, you know, when I think about this idea of, um, uh, you know, this idea of this threat of persecution. Yeah. I, I understand, Joseph, when we talk about it, we don't really. Let's be honest, we don't see as much of it as we do in, in, in Australia, in no. our part of the world. But certainly um, in other parts of the world, like, for instance, Indonesia and in, in various parts of Africa and in other parts of the world, you know, people are basically giving up their lives. Yeah, it's it's something that we don't often guess really hear much about uh, mm. Will to, to, to be honest um, and uh, what you've picked up there on the news occasionally gets reported um, it's interesting that that's, uh, Indonesia is is, um, is not far from us here in Australia really mm. uh, Indonesia uh, obviously people can't travel nowadays but before when we could travel overseas um, Indonesia and Bali were a, a popular holiday destinations for, for many people and um, 
you don't you wouldn't normally associate uh, that as a, as a place of, of violence against mm. against Christians but um, yeah not sure who the perpetrators are there it probably doesn't even really matter exactly but um, uh, the point is that um, sadly uh, many people um, are being persecuted for their faith um, in in lots of countries around the world we we tend to think that um, persecution is something that was that's from the you know from from history from from years ago from the uh, from the dark ages from the middle yep, ages yep. when um, when when Christians were persecuted or you know way back you know, thrown to the line or uh, imprisoned or tortured or, or killed uh, we think it's a thing from 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 the dim past but uh, the, what what you have highlighted there will is the fact that um, it, it, it it's happening right now um, in many uh, many places around the world yeah and just just very quickly um, before we go to our short break in a few moments you know I was just looking at the um, voice of the martyrs it's a um uh, basically a non-profit that's, you know, helping, uh, Christians who are persecuted worldwide. Just a couple of these staggering, um, staggering, um, uh, points that they've got on their, the front page of their website. Um, listen to this, Joseph, for our listeners tonight. It says, they say that, that Christianity is the most persecuted religion in the world. And again, it, there seems to be a dichotomy because we don't see that often here in our backyard no. here in Australia. Yeah. Yet there are people, you know, in other parts of the world, being killed for their, their faith. He goes on to say uh, from Voice of the Martyrs website that more, we- more men and women are being persecuted today for Jesus than at any other time in human history. That's staggering. That's mind-blowing. Yeah. He goes on to say that millions of Christians uh, face intense persecution and risk their lives for the sake of the gospel. It says here that um, millions of Christians are persecuted worldwide. Uh, over 60 countries around the world have persecuted Christians. Tens of thousands of Christians um, kill for their faith every year and and also says thousands are in prison across the world. You know, when I hear those statistics, Joseph, it, it humbles me. It, it makes me reflect on, on you know, on my, uh, my role, my part, I guess, in, in God's work. And, you know, often, too often in, in Australia and in our, in our environment, we, we often forget that there are people doing it tough. People are actually in jail. People are being persecuted simply for the fact of what you and I are doing right now. Uh, you know, opening our Bibles, reading. And I mean, dare I say the fact that we're on air right now, yes. some parts of the world, you, you know, we could have authorities coming in here and taking us and, you know, so, you know, I just thought I'd share that with our listeners that, that we have a wonderful opportunity here at Faith FM. Um, and actually Australian general that we get to practice our religion. We yes. get to, um, freely worship. And, um, but as I said, there are parts of the world where, uh, people are being, you know, persecuted for their faith. You know, I'm reminded, uh, Joseph, what it, I think it was the apostle Paul who said to Timothy that, um, all who live godly, will suffer persecution. There's that text, I think it's first or second Timothy around there somewhere. Yes. And, you know, look at the Apostle Paul. I mean, this man, you know, he was, you know, that passage where he talks about he was beaten, he mm. was stoned, he was, you know, this man went through tremendous persecution, yet because of his faith in Christ that he was able to, to persevere. And then, you know, historically you look at the disciples, you know, they say, you know, tradition says, historic history says that all bar, you know, the Apostle John pretty much met a martyr's death. Yeah, and not that he ended up with an easy end either. Yeah, exactly. So, so 
for our listeners tonight, and if you're a Christian and, and we're here, you know, holding up the flag saying, yes, we, we are followers of Jesus Christ, it's a, it's a reminder of the world in which we live. And, um, to know that, um, that when we make a stand for Christ, that, that we, we, we actually open ourselves to the potential and the possibility that we could um, be persecuted. And that's what Jesus said. He said, you know, they did it to him, they'll do it to us. Yeah. So um, I, that's just our little World um, world Watch segment. So we're going to transition now to, to a uh, bit of music, and uh, our, our song we're going to play for you now is Inevitable by Lauren uh, Daigle. I can feel when my mind starts to creep into doubt. On the days when the strength in my heart's giving out There's a light but it hides from me deep in the cloud There's a voice that I need but I don't hear a sound If I run into what I can see Fighting out of all my unbelief Father, even in my song will be I know you will always carry me It's never Your promise to play on repeat in my head When you meet my anxiety, put it to death Ever running to what I can see Fighting out of all my Inevitable. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. Do not bow. Over me, my enemy For my father is the victor Your darkness only makes him brighter He'll make me more than a conqueror When I fall, I will rise again 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 When your life gets harder and the world gets worse, Jesus has the answers. Do you need the hope that Jesus will bring into your heart? What about your friends, family or workmates? 
Faith FM's free offer for you today is a life-changing book called The Great Controversy, filled with stories of hope and encouragement that are guaranteed to draw you closer to Jesus. To receive your free copy of The Great Controversy, go to faithfm.com.au or call us on 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. Welcome back. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Pastor William Mawala and my co-host, Pastor Joseph Matichich. Pastor Joseph is the General Secretary of the Seventh-day Adventist Church here in South Australia. Uh, This week we are taking as our theme the Bible, physical health and spirituality. And in particular tonight, uh, me, myself and Joseph, we are looking at the question, are health principles really part of biblical religion? And so that is what we're going to take for our, our talk tonight. And uh, we're going to take a bit of a deep dive in. And so I am really excited tonight to, and I guess it's a, I guess we're going to, I guess every night, uh, myself and you, uh, Pastor Joseph, we get to, I guess, kind of open it up for the rest of the week. Yeah. So we kind of kick the ball off for, yeah, for I, the rest I, of our hosts. I, I enjoy the fact that we're able to um, to be sort of like the, the, the first ones because um, it gives us that opportunity to, to do that, Will. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. All right. So be, before I hand the ball over to you, uh, Joseph, just again, I just want to introduce our book offer tonight. Our free book offer for this evening and this, this coming week is a book called Health and Wellness. Uh, Secrets That Will Change Your Life by Mark Finley and Peter N. Landless. If you'd like a free copy, please text your name and address with the code word health and wellness to 0488-880811. Again, that's 0488-880811. And so again, if you're listening, uh, thank you for joining us as we look into the topic are health principles really part of biblical religion? And so we're going to take a bit of a dive into tonight's uh, subject for this evening. So let me just open up with this question, um, uh, uh, Joseph. Uh, maybe I'll save that question for a bit later because I know you've got a bit to share first, okay? So uh, how about I pass the time to you, okay? Yeah, thank you, Will. That, that's great. Um r- Really looking forward to us looking at this topic, um, and I want to mention a, a few things. Yeah, the first ahead. thing I want to notice us to notice is that God is interested in our physical health. Uh, notice what it says here in um, Third John, uh, the third epistle of John, uh, verse two. Uh, a little book near the very end of the New Testament, um, perhaps not often read, but uh, here in this t- uh, short letter. 3 John, uh, verse 2, it says this, Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. Mm-hmm. It's interesting uh, the, that, uh, that the, the, John here says um, he prays that he may enjoy good health um, and that all may go well with you. The, the Bible uh, clearly indicates here uh, that um, God is interested in our in our health in in our in our physical physical health mm-hmm. so health is something that that is that is important um, the, the next point I want us to notice here is that health is important for our relationship with God right uh, in in first Corinthians chapter 6 there are uh, a couple of uh, very important passages that that relate to this first corinthians chapter 6 
verses 19 and 20. It says this, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies and your spirit, which are God's. What What is really interesting here, Will, is that um, it tells us uh, uh, that our bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit. Right. Uh, temple, uh, it, it, in other words, it's it's a dwelling place for God's spirit. And... Um, and it talks about the fact that um, uh, we were bought at a price. That's that's referring to the price that Jesus pri- Jesus paid on uh, on the cross right. uh, when he he died for us. Um, and elsewhere, it says that we we have been redeemed. We've been bought not not with uh, silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, we're bought with a price. Uh, Jesus has has bought paid for the price for us by his own life on the cross. Uh, and then it says, therefore. So, th- therefore uh, means it's connecting to what it said before. Right. Uh, it, and and, the, and what it's pointing out before is it's saying that our bodies uh, are the temple of the Holy Spirit, um, which means that um, God's Spirit wants to, to dwell in us. Therefore, we are to glorify, or, or sorry, we are to honor God. Uh, uh, well, de- depending on which, which version you read, honor or glorify God with your bodies. Right. Uh, it, 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 it's referring here and, and, and pointing out something very significant. There's a stress here on, on our bodies. Uh, many, many will, uh, will agree that, yeah, uh, faith in Jesus is, is a, is a spiritual thing. We, we, we believe in him by faith. Um, but, but a commitment to Christ is not just a, a spiritual aspect, Will. It, it, it is also something that involves our, our physical bodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here it says that we actually honor or to glorify God w- with, with, with our bodies. Um, when uh, we, we, we learn this and discover this, it means that caring for our bodies is as much a, a, an act of worship as is prayer or, or, or Bible studies. Sure. Uh, there is something that here that is very important in uh, a, a faith commitment to Jesus Christ. Our, our bodies are, are, are part of it. Uh, when we compare what I've read here with uh, a, a, a passage over in Romans chapter 12, again we find the emphasis on the body. Uh, Romans chapter 12 and verse 1, uh, the, uh, it says here this, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Did you get that? Yep. It's it's uh, again stressing that we are to offer our bodies as living sacrifices. In other words, we don't just offer our prayers. We don't just offer our, our praise to God, um, uh, for worship. Uh, we don't just offer Him our, our, um, our faith. Uh, but we actually offer our bodies. There, there, there is this stress uh, on our bodies. Um, we, we don't just offer our, our spirituality or our spirit, our soul mm, to God, but, mm, but, mm. but our, but our bodies. That, that has implications. For, for for health, because sure. caring for our bodies is as much an act of worship 
as is prayer and, sure. and maybe maybe Bible study. So health is important for our relationship with God. Um, it is it is how we actually caring for our bodies through our bodies is how we we glorify God. Okay. Uh, the next thing I want to, uh, us to notice here is that our, our physical activities are, are to bring, bring glory to God. Uh, there, there's, a, there's a statement in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Well, while you get that, just let me just chime in real quick. Um, Joseph, it, it's interesting that, you know, the way God works, you know, we just decided to, to run the peace on the voice of the martyrs and the, as a sacrifice. I was thinking of that, that we'd read a few minutes ago. You know, that is quite a very, they are literally giving their lives. Yes. Now, now we're talking in a broader sense of how we live and how we, you know, how we take care of the, the God-given bodies that, um, that have been trusted to us. But, you know, talking about these, these persecuted saints that we were reading about, you know, all parts of the world, you know, that they are literally giving their lives. Completely. Yeah. So um, yep. it's it's all part of it. It's how we live day to day. Yep. But it's also the ultimate sacrifice is ourselves. Yeah. yeah. So um. So yeah, I just thought I'd I'd just kind of share that as I was just thinking of that as you were kind of opening up that Romans twelve passage, which is a beautiful passage. Yeah. So what did you were you going to comment on that First Corinthians ten passage? Where First Corinthians chapter ten. No, notice what it says here in verse thirty one. It says so whether you eat or mm-hmm. drink. Or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Yep. It specifies here whether we eat or drink, yep. we are to do it to the glory of God. Um, in other words, um, eating and drinking these are these are sort of daily activities uh, are as much to be done in in a can I say it this way in accordance with God's will. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not a matter of of you know completely. Um, like separating and saying, well, you know, uh, prayer and faith and um, yeah, praise and worship of God is 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 is, is to do with God, and what what I do um, outside of that is is my own thing. No, um, it, it's actually there's there's a there's a concept here that every aspect of our lives is to bring glory to God. In other words, Jesus is not just our Savior who died on the cross for us; He's also Lord. Lord of every as- aspect of our lives, and that includes yep. our, our bodies, uh, uh, what we do physically, um, how we eat, uh, and what we eat, and then drink, uh, and any other activity, any other physical activity, any 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 activity, um, uh, physical activity, exercise, um, entertainment, um, mm-hmm. recreation, yep. uh, work, whatever is to. Uh, yeah, you know, according to the Bible here, it actually is to be done to the glory of God. So that that indicates there are some things that would not be according to the glory of yeah. God. Now, what we're looking at here in particular is health and health principles, and uh, we're going to discover that that the Bible does actually outline that there are some things that are according to biblical health principles and others that mm. are not. So, and I'm loving what you're saying, Joseph. So, if I could just answer the question that we have proposed to our listeners tonight, are health principles really part of biblical religion? I mean, already in the, the few passages you've already shared, you shared, it seems to me absolutely. That's right. So there's not this kind of, uh, you know, separation from, you know, how we live day to day and how we take care of our bodies. It, it is actually, it's an act of worship, what you said. Mm. So I, I love that because when I think about the world and how people, you know, think of think of athletes, for instance. Yes. They, 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 
you know, dedicate their whole lives to being the best at what they do in, in their sports. And that entails their sleep, their eating, everything. In a sense, in a sense, you could say they are, in a sense, living this out because they're taking care of the body, but we're giving it the, I guess, a perspective from the fact that we are, I was thinking of the Genesis 1 passage, made in God's image. Yes. The idea of origins, we are created in God's image, created for his glory. Absolutely. And so all that, now it's a different emphasis on how we live. it's, It's the whole, God saved me, he loves me, I have meaning, I have purpose, and the choices I make with how I eat, whatever I do, it's not necessarily like a more of like a legalistic obligation like this is like hey this is what god's done for me i know that i'm i'm made by god for a purpose and i want to function at the best optimal level so that i can glorify my savior you mentioned athletes athletes any sports stars uh really really are very particular about yeah. about their health because there's a direct link between uh-huh. uh, how they care for their bodies and how they're going to perform on the field. Directly. Absolutely, yep. And uh, it, it's a great example Will, that you're using. There. It's a great example because um, there's a direct link between um, how we look after ourselves and our minds and through which God um, communicates to us through his word and how we how we perceive and understand him so absolutely correct and and as as you added the, the whole aspect that yeah we we are his his creatures we we've been created mm-hmm. by him and so we 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 have to glorify him now um let me let me share a, a couple of other um significant biblical passages here william um and that is well, let me make this other point. That is, God gave health laws for our benefit. Mm, very good. God gave health laws actually for our ben- benefit. It, it, it's for our good. And um, now, uh, if, if I can read from in the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 15 and, uh, and verse 26, God's here speaking uh, to the people of Israel. And he says this to them. This is really interesting. Exodus fifteen twenty six. He said, "If you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in His eyes, if you pay attention to His commands and keep all His decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases which I brought on the Egyptians. For I am the Lord who heals you." In other words, uh, God um, ha- has best intentions for his people and and when you read on um after this passage particularly in in the, in the next book the book of leviticus there are a number of health uh r- laws and principles that god outlines here and um it was it it actually was for the benefit for the benefit of his people mm-hmm. and the reason god's interested in our health um is because he created us now you touched on that and um uh that 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 brings us to to the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 1, All right. um, verse 29, is where I want to come to uh, here, William, because notice what, what, what it says here. Genesis chapter 1, the account of creation. When God created humans, he creates them. He describes it there in verses 26 to 28. He created them, male and female, in his image. And then he says this to them, verse 29, Genesis 1, verse 29. I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it, they will be yours for food. Okay. Here is the original diet. Interesting term, original diet. Well, God God gives 
to humans uh, this this instruction. As, as soon as he's created them, he now uh, outlines to them what their diet is, what 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 they are to eat. Um, okay. So, wouldn't it make sense that God who created humans knows what's going to be best for them and he, he, he gives them the best. He, he puts them in a beautiful environment uh, and he, now he gives them the original diet. And uh, the interesting thing is this diet uh, described here as fruit, nuts and grains, it's, a, it, it's essentially a, a natural, a, uh, mm-hmm. well, even, we could even say a vegan diet. It's interesting nowadays, thousands of years later, <laughs> come down to our yeah. time, William, this has been proven to be the healthiest, the healthiest yeah. diet. So I, I just love the, you, you use that term, that you coined that phrase, original diet. And again, it's stemming from this creation story that you've just read. And I love how you, you draw the analogy, you know, if God created us, he would know what's best for us. Exactly. You know, exactly. it's like, it's like a performance car, yeah. you know, a performance car can, Run well on, you know, probably, you know, average fuel, you know, the, the, the unleaded or the 10% ethanol. I mean, you'll probably get by on it, but if you put in the premium, you know, oil that it, that will make it, you know, work at its optimum performance, it will obviously do miles and miles better. And I think that's what's happening in our culture. Like God saying, uh, you know, this is your original diet. Yeah. We, we tend to eat, you know, we stray off, I guess, on, on this prescription of, of fruits, nuts, grains, vegetables. Yeah. But um, what I'm hearing from you, Joseph, is um, here is God telling us in the Bible. Yeah. I mean, this is not like, we're not just, this is God, this is what he said like centuries, thousands of years ago. And isn't it interesting? I love how you made the connection. Even right now, there is a buzz with plant-based food and vegetarianism. And, and, and you know, the data seems to be supporting that when we adopt this diet, we... um. We're, we're, we're going to live uh, longer, happier, healthier lives. Yeah, yeah. And so that, that's the original diet that, that God gives in Genesis 1. Now, um, uh, we read a little bit further on, and, and, and uh, then the, these, these health laws are actually elaborated on by God. In Genesis chapter 7 to, to Noah, uh, God mentions about um, that uh, he, he talks here about clean and unclean animals. Um, it makes a bit of a distinction here, and that's in Genesis chapter 7, verses right. 1 and 2. And then in um, Genesis chapter 9, verse 4, uh, straight after the flood, uh, God speaks to Noah, and he instructs that uh, you must not eat meat that has its life, uh, that has blood blood in it. Um, and then these health laws actually further developed. When we come to the book of Leviticus, Particularly Leviticus chapter eleven, uh, there is a uh, there is an extensive uh, description there of animals that are clean and unclean. Distinction between the, uh, those animals that are considered clean, those that have a right cloven hoof and chew, chew their cud. God says these are the ones that you are to eat, and and the others you are not to eat. Um, and then it lists uh, various seafood that they are okay. not to eat. It's 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 spelt out there, Leviticus chapter eleven. Uh, then there are hygiene laws throughout um, in other places of Exodus, but particularly Leviticus chapters fourteen and fifteen, sanitation laws uh, and so on. Hey, we've got a few minutes just before we get to our, our little break in the middle of the program. Let me ask you a question, Joseph, because I know there's probably list people listening, and there's probably um, people who are who've um, listening to what you're saying, and they might be asking the question, but Pastor Joseph. Those aren't they all just Jewish laws and, and part of the ceremonial laws for those who 
get into this type of discussions that, that, that essentially Joseph, when you, when they hear something at least, they would say, aren't they just Jewish laws, part of the ceremony laws that they were done away with at the cross? Yeah, really good question. Um, let, let me say this in, in response. First of all, uh, God gave health laws right in the beginning. Okay. Back in Eden, right? You know, we saw the original diet. That, that's, that's not Jewish, William. Right. Uh, that's, that's centuries before, uh, there was the first Jew. Before. Okay, that's a good point. Okay. So, he, so no Jews in creation. Adam yep. wasn't a Jew, yep. so. He intended it for okay. all people for all time. Um, then we see here in, we saw that the references there to clean and unclean animals, uh, to Tanoa. That's also before the Jewish nation was formed, right? Okay, yep. Next, yeah, okay, yes, the, the, the ceremonial laws, as, as we, we refer to, um, a lot of those, um, Old Testament laws are, they, they were done away with and fulfilled at the cross, but there are principles behind the health laws that are still valid. Okay. Now, let's be clear, we are not saved by keeping the law. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we're not saying here if you follow these health laws, you're going to be saved. We're only saved through faith in Jesus Christ. Right. That okay. the Bible is absolutely Good. clear. But the health laws are given for our benefit. Uh, there was a promise there that God gave to his people. Now, let, let, let me share very quickly this example. This is fascinating. During the Dark Ages, this, this, is, this is true. During the dark, dark Ages in Europe, when the Black Plague was rampant, Yep. Sadly, many lost their lives. It's a bit like the coronavirus pandemic that, that's taken the lives of many around the world. But uh, the Black Plague was rampant. There was one group of people who, who were spared. It was, the okay. Jew, it was the Jews. Right. They stood out so much, unaffected by this plague, so much that they actually, that, that the people back then, the authorities and others, began to blame the Jews for causing the Black Plague. Oh, okay. Why did the Jews not get the plague? Pretty much. Because they were following the Old Testament health laws, particularly these laws on on hygiene, sanitation, which 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 helped them, especially uh, mm. there during during the Black Plague. So what I'm hearing from you, Joseph, and we're going to have to go to a break. Um, health principles, uh, you know, is it relevant for us today? Uh, absolutely. And so as we're discussing the questions, are health principles really part of biblical religion? You're stating in the Old Testament, it's there in creation. Uh, you know, in the story of Noah, we find a differentiation between clean and unclean. So it seems to be that from the Bible, there is, there is a plethora of evidence of biblical counsel on, on what we should eat and how we should live. Would that be a fair assessment? That's right, because uh, uh, the Bible tells us that we, we glorify God in our bodies as well, and, um, and therefore healthy bodies mm. are the ways that we can bring glory to God. All right, Joseph. Well, we're going to have to hit the pause button. We're going to go to a break. We're going to play a song for our listeners tonight. And the song that we are going to uh, play tonight is Fernando Ortega, Sing to Jesus. Spilling his 
growing in anguish His sacred head Sing to Jesus Lord of our shame Lord of our sinful hearts He is our great gets harder and the world gets worse, Jesus has the answers. Do you need the hope that Jesus will bring into your heart? What about your friends, family or workmates? Faith FM's free offer for you today is a life-changing book called The Great Controversy, filled with stories of hope and encouragement that are guaranteed to draw you closer to Jesus. To receive your free copy of The Great Controversy, go to faithfm.com.au or call us on 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. Welcome back. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Pastor William Moala and Pastor Joseph Matichich. Pastor Joseph is the General Secretary of the Seventh-day Adventist Church here in South Australia. This week we are taking as our theme the Bible, physical health, and spirituality. And tonight we are asking the question, are health principles really part of biblical religion? And so if you've just tuned in, Pastor Joseph has been opening the Scriptures, sharing from the Word of God that indeed we see an ample uh, array of evidence from creation right through, that definitely there is a correlation between uh, our religion, uh, uh, living for Christ, health principles, and living part of the biblical religion. Let me just introduce the, the free offer just one more time before we wrap this up uh, tonight. Um, if you would like our free book offer tonight, and the book that we are uh, sharing tonight is Health and Wellness, Secrets That Will Change Your Life by Pastor Mark Finley and Peter N. Landless. It's a great book that would love to put in your hands. Please text your name and address and the code word health and wellness to 0488-880-811. That's 0488-880-811. And so as we jump again into our, our study and our discussion this evening, let me just open it up with, with a question to you, uh, Joseph, and here's a question. Can, can you share with us a bit more about the health principles we find in the Bible? I mean, you've already opened it up. You've shared Romans 12, 1 Corinthians 10. You, you went into Genesis. I mean, you, you, you seem to, to see all of these uh, evidence, all these texts just lining up, giving us a bit of a picture. And again, you, you mentioned the term original diet. And I, I love that. This idea that here is what God has said. And he said this centuries ago. So can you share with us a bit more about the health principles that, that we find in the Bible, Joseph? Yeah, thank you. I, I want to share three. All right, go for it. The first one is um, that uh, we are to eat only substances that God created for food. Okay. Now, that, that links us directly back to Genesis chapter 1, 
verse 29, um, where God uh, instructed to, to Adam and Eve, the, the humans, when he first created them, and, and he gave them food, and he said, this is what you would eat, um, f- uh, f- which essentially was uh, f- uh, a diet of fr- uh, fruit, nuts, and, and, and grains. Yep. Um, we call that the, you know, the, the original diet. Um, and, uh, and then uh, when we go on, uh, throughout Scripture, we find that uh, God allowed, and that's the word I'm using, God allowed other foods to be eaten. Uh, okay. And, um, uh, yeah, we, we have uh, meat introduced to the diet. The interesting thing is, uh, just very quickly here, uh, though, William, is that um, th- there is interesting that the, the first uh, people in the Bible, that um, they, they lived for hundreds of years. Right. And then their longevity really decreased. And um, and that is part partly connected with um, yeah a flesh um, being part of part of human. Okay. Diet. Yeah. Now uh, God allowed meat 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 to be eaten, but he he still wanted um, only certain types. And um and and there is a there, there is a, a there is a distinction there. And um and what it's been found is that um the the, the animals that and the meats that he allowed uh, have been shown to be uh, if you like um. Of the, of the healthier type uh-huh. of, of animals that are out there. So, principle number one: we're to eat only substances that God created created for food. Um, uh, the uh, the second principle is we are not to alter God's design. Okay. In other words, we are to eat food as they were created. Right. Uh, you know. Um, so uh, nowadays, unfortunately, there are all sorts of additives in food. Ah, all right. Uh, all sorts of additives, modifications, um, lots of foods that are processed, etc. Yep. Uh, and um, all of those are not as healthy, not as good as um, whole foods. Right. As whole foods. And so uh, the second principle is uh, that we are not to alter God's design. Um, what, what God uh, made uh, in the beginning... Uh, what God created, what, what we have, is is what is what is best for us. Okay, um, sounds good. And uh, and so yeah, th- th- these are important principles. Principle number one: uh, l- let's eat only substances that God created for food. Secondly, uh, let's not alter God's design. And the third principle is: don't let any food or drink become a god. Okay, now we're talking here about addictions. All right, um, and. Um, you know, apart from the fact that you know God said in the Ten Commandments, you'll have another gods before me. He didn't want anything, yep. anything come. Now people might think, well, you know, food isn't isn't a god to me. Well, okay, well, show me that you don't you don't need need some some particular substances. And there are some foods, there are some um, substances out there, uh, William, that um, we we um, yeah, as as people do get do, <laughs> do get easily addicted to. Yeah, um, and uh, we know what they are. Well, they are like, not, and not only are they addictive, but they are actually detrimental to our health. Okay. Uh, whether we we think of uh, drugs, caffeine, uh, alcohol, uh, tobacco, um, uh, you name it, the, the, these kind of substances um, end up uh, becoming becoming an addiction. So, sure, uh, th- these are really th- three great principles. I, I um, uh, there is a doctor, um, a, a Christian doctor, who, who who's written a book called "What the Bible Says About Healthy Living." And essentially, he's he's the one um, that's derived the, these three principles from the Bible uh, that we eat things okay. that God created. Number one, uh, let's not alter God's design. God knows what's best. 
um, and not just for what we eat and drink, mm-hmm. but also uh, those principles on health, on hygiene, on sanitation, um, those those ones that were given to the Jews. Yeah, that they those principle the, the the principle behind those instructions still stand. Still stand. Okay. And, um, and, and finally, let's ensure that, that, that nothing becomes a, a god to us or, or an addiction. Lovely. So you've got some, uh, I guess for our listeners listening tonight, uh, Joseph, you've got a, maybe, some, maybe some closing remarks that you want to leave with our listeners and sure. kind of whet their appetite to continue listening for the rest of the week. Uh, so, William, what, what's important for us to understand from for today is that God created us as holistic beings. Okay, I love that word. Spirit, yeah, holistic, yep. Spiritual, mental, and physical. God is interested in every area of our lives. I love that, yep. Uh, the Bible tells us that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit mm. who, who, who wants to dwell in us. And we are to glorify God with our bodies. Does healthful living have anything to do with biblical religion? It certainly does. Okay. Jesus wants us to live. Sorry, Jesus wants to live in us through his spirit. He wants to dwell in us through his spirit in our bodies. Our body is a dwelling place for the Holy Spirit. That changes everything. How can we not be then concerned about our health? We would want to care for our bodies to the best of our abilities and not put anything bad into it. And finally, let's consider this thought. Jesus was interested in people's health. We read in the Gospels that, uh, for example, in in Matthew chapter 4, you also find in Matthew chapter 9, uh, Jesus went about uh, when he was here on earth teaching, preaching, but also and, they add, and healing every disease and sickness among the people. And the Bible says that news about him spread all over the, the, the region there, and many people with various diseases and who had pain um, and seizures and paralyzed, and they were brought to Jesus, and the Bible says, and he healed them. It's all interesting. Right. Jesus spent a, a lot of time healing, um, and uh, that shows us that Jesus is interested uh, in our in our physical health, in our physical side. And so um, the point is, God has been concerned about our health from creation. Awesome. Uh, and he, he gave to his people many specific health laws that, that, that the Jewish people w- were blessed with when, when they followed them. Now, because God created us, it makes sense that he should know what is best that would make us healthy. Praise God. You know, um, I'm just loving this conversation, uh, Joseph, and for our listeners tonight, we are only just scratching the surface of what we are going to uh, look at this um, this coming week with the rest of our presenters. You know, um, and this this touches my heart as well, uh, Joseph, because, you know, we all have our, our different challenges in, in living the Christian life, and look... You're looking at a Pacific Islander, a Tongan who loves his food. And, um, I've been up and, you know, we go through, I go through different stages of, of my, um, diet, if you want to put, put it that way. <laughs> so, um, I think it's quite, um, providential, if you will, because, um, actually just today, uh, this morning, um, my wife and I, we went and I signed up for a, a gym just down the road from where I live. And, um, yeah, I just, um, I showed you this book that I'm, that I've got here that I'm just starting a, a, a 12 week, um, Basically, a, a strength, you know, uh, program, and um, yeah, I, I think it's providential that we're looking at this topic, and um, it's something that I've always, I guess, um, 
something that I've always been mindful of because um, food is a big part of my culture. And a lot of times when we talk about these things, it's things that are we've developed certain tastes to mm. certain foods in our culture, certain things we've been brought up eating. So to make a change to, you know, plant-based diet, it can be pretty tough. So um, just want to let our listeners know out there that we're all on a journey with this. And if anything, this is, you know, knowledge is power. And if this is like a, it's, it's turning the light bulb on, so to speak, on on these various things as explained in the Bible, I think that's a win for us. You know, as you were sharing this, um, Joseph, I, I was just thinking of that text in um, Philippians 2 and verse, I think it's verse 13, where it says that um, that God will work in us. Mm. To, to will and to do of his good pleasure. Yes. And if you're saying to us, to me tonight and to our listeners, that this is God's original plan, this is the way he wants us to live, and if we adopt these principles in our lives, that we're going to live happier, healthier, um, uh, longer lives. Um, I love um, that text that says that, that God's going to help us in, in this journey mm. because um, it, it's a difficult one. And, you know, um, as I was saying, that um, health is a huge part, and, and some people are not as... Um, I think that the challenge is we know what to do, but we struggle to kind of implement those changes. So if, if our listeners listen this, this coming week, I'm sure we're going to be touching on uh, some of these, uh, these topics here. So, um, well, listen, thank you for joining us tonight. We really look forward to seeing you tomorrow night. But until then, please remember Christ says these words to us. I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give isn't like the peace that the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. And that's taken from the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 20. May God richly bless you.